tell you how that feels, it feels absolutely Hey guys, it's Jacob here and welcome back to another episode of the Talking Football Podcast here on the Jake Cullip YouTube channel or on your podcast provider. It was a very entertaining game week last week. We had Liverpool thrashing Watford. We had Manchester United, surprise, surprise, losing again. Not surprised about that. Mm, I wonder why. But anyway, let's talk about what happened in game week eight. I'll show you the predictions I made last week and I'll talk about them and we'll go into game week nine of the Premier League in due course. Stay tuned for this podcast. But I think they will win this game away from home at Vicarage Road and I think they will win it by three goals to one. So I'm going to go for a Liverpool three goals to one victory. So my prediction, I said Liverpool to win 3-1 at Vicarage Road. Liverpool did win, but they did better than my original thoughts. I originally thought Liverpool, as I said, were going to win 3-1. They actually won 5-0. Goals from Mohamed Salah, another wonderful individual goal. Carbon copy of the goal that he scored against Manchester, Manchester City, but absolutely wonderful from him. Roberto Firmino with a hat-trick. Surprise, because Firmino, the world ends when Firmino scores. You never know when he's going to score. The world's gone nuts! But fantastically taken hat-trick from him. Sadio Mane getting his 100th goal in the Premier League. We'll, we'll come on to him later if, if you know, you know. But a brilliant victory from Liverpool. It put them on top of the league only for a few hours until the Chelsea result. But it was a fantastic win for them. Then they just won in the Champions League against Atletico Madrid in midweek, winning 3-2. A brilliant first half performance for 20 minutes from them in that game. Atletico got back 2-2, Griezmann got sent off, the man who actually scored the two goals, and then Liverpool won in the end due to Mohamed Salah, who got two goals in that game. He is simply world-class at the moment, you have to admit it. Fantastic performance in that game, fantastic performance in the Atletico Madrid game, and Liverpool will be a dangerous opposition for my team, Manchester United, but we will come on to that later. But Watford losing again, no surprise really there. Watford... Are they going to go down? I predicted they would. I don't think Claudio Ranieri is going to save them. It's going to be a long, hard season for Ben Foster and the crew. So, fantastic performance from Liverpool. Woeful from Watford. I must say, I am fearing this man right now. Both teams are quite on form coming into this game, but I think Wolves are going to win this one um, and I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory in that game. Now we move on to Aston Villa versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Originally, I said Wolves were going to win this 2-1. They did win this game, but they had to do it the hard way. They were 2-0 down inside the first few minutes of the second half where goals from John McGinn and Danny Ings put Villa two goals in front in the last 10 minutes. Goals from Connor Cody, Raul Jimenez and Roman Saiz completed the turnaround in the last 10 minutes and a fantastic victory for Wolves. Aston Villa will feel let down yet again that they've lost two games in a row now against Spurs. Now Wolves, they'll be kicking themselves but Wolves have been fantastic lately and have won yet another game and results are starting to flow under their new manager. So, fantastic victory for Wolves. Aston Villa will not feel happy about it. Definitely not. I'll try and be positive and I'm going to go for a 2-1 Manchester United win, grinding out freestyle football. Ole Gunnar freestyle. 
Oh. We had to come on to this one, didn't we? Way. Leicester City 4, Manchester United 2. Yet another woeful performance from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's side. Went 1-0 up, fantastic goal from Mason Greenwood, but Yuri Tillemans with a fantastic goal, a horrible mistake from Harry Maguire. Don't I blame him for that, but one day of training and he gets thrown into the next game. Welcome to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer football. And if you can't tell, I'm not a fan of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer now. I think he, I think I could just do a separate video on this. If you guys want me to, tell me in the comments. But I think, I think he's taken us as far as he can. He's he's done a great job, but it's it's time to hand over the ranks to someone else to get this team to start to play some good football and start winning trophies. But then. We did the hard way last night, coming back from 2-0 down against Atalanta in the Champions League. And I think, I mean, we won the first was two games against PSG and RB Leipzig last year and still got knocked out. So I wouldn't say we're 100% going through in that group. But it's, it's a long way to go, but I think Manchester United should be able to go through the Champions League now. But back onto the Leicester game, absolutely woeful. Went with 2-1 down, so Inchu scored. Marcus Rashford on his return, good to see him back. Scores with a long ball from Lindelof, long ball FC. And then seconds after kickoff, 3-2 down. And then Daka getting his first goal for Leicester. He had a fantastic performance last night in the Europa League against Bartek Moscow, scoring four goals. So, score against United, your career in the Premier League gets up and running. So, anyone, anyone want to score against us? We'll give we'll give you a career. So a horrible performance from Manchester United. Yet another loss. And then the next few games are tough. I don't I don't know how we're going to get any points. Put the Leicester was probably the easiest game, but who knows? We've got Liverpool on Sunday, then Spurs, and then Manchester City, and then Atalanta away in the Champions League as well. Horrible run of fixtures coming up for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Manchester United. Will it be the end of his tenure? I think he'll personally stay till the end of the season. I always back the manager and uh, the players at 100% when they're playing, but results and performances need to be scrutinised when they play bad. So I'm behind the players and the manager for the 90 minutes, but I, I still don't believe. And that's what Klopp said when he first came in. He's got to turn doubters to believers. I think something's got to happen like that at Manchester United. So... Yeah, another horrible performance from Manchester United in the Premier League and in the Champions League. Different kettle of fish, even though they're 2-0 down. Wow. 5-0. I'm going to say it right here. 5-0. Well, it wasn't 5-0. That's all I can say. Norwich versus Brighton. Will Norwich actually win a game? Uh No. Norwich versus Brighton, nothing to say here. I did well the only thing I got right is that Norwich didn't didn't win. Does that count as points? <laughs> but I think Leeds will have a bit too much firepower for them and I'm going to go for a 3-1 Leeds United victory at St. Mary's, so the Leeds are gonna win. Yeah, Leeds win. Yeah, definite 100% Leeds winning this. Southampton winning by a goal to nil. Predictions are probably just not for me. But a goal in the second half 
from Admaro Broja for Southampton, his first goal for the club. It was fantastic win for Southampton, their first win of the season. Absolutely deserved. Leeds were absolutely woeful. Didn't even have a shot on target in that game. And as I've said, 100% deserved victory for Southampton. A fantastic win for them. Will that catapult their season and start to get good results? Only time will tell. Leeds have had a horrible start to the season. Only one win in that time. Could they go down? And in this, this league, you're never too good to go down. Think of the West Ham team of 2002-03. Just think of all the good teams that have gone down with great players. Newcastle in 08-09. See, just because you have a good team doesn't mean you go down. But we'll come on to Newcastle later when we talk about that. But, yep, great victory for Southampton. Leeds, you let me down on the prediction. That's all I can say. Obviously, you are going to do it, and I think they're going to do it just. And I'm going to go for a 1-0 victory at Brentford Stadium. Brentford versus Chelsea. This is an absolutely fantastic game. Brentford played fantastically well. We'll feel a bit unlucky that they didn't get something from the game. And Buebo, who's actually, as I said in my FPL team, hit the post twice. He's hit the post more than any other player this season in the Premier League. And Chelsea got the goal and are currently top of the league. That goal put them there from Ben Chilwell, who scored in the international break and continues his scoring run. In the Premier League, they also won 4-0 last night in the Champions League, Chelsea. But Lukaku and Werner did go off injured, so that will be really bad for them. So Chelsea, brilliant at the moment, on top of the league, but will feel bad since Lukaku and Werner are now injured. But Havertz, as we know, can do a job up front, especially playing in that false nine position that he did in the Champions League final. So... Fantastic win for Chelsea, just a bit concerning with their injury crisis and unlucky to Brentford. And yes, I still don't remember the name of the stadium. But I think West Ham will win this one and I'm going to go for a 2-1 West Ham United victory. West Ham winning this one 1-0 originally. I said 2-1 to West Ham. I thought this was going to be a close game. It was really close until the end from a header from Angelo Arbonna. Should have been a foul on Pickford. Who knows? A lot of debate about that. But fantastic win for West Ham. They definitely needed it after a few bad results. Everton, who had a fantastic start to the season. And a loss at home. Their home form really hindered their European ambitions last season under Carlo Ancelotti. Will their home form do it again? Only time will tell, as I have said before. But fantastic win for West Ham. Newcastle, we've got to remember still on the pitch that their squad is still not good enough. They might have new owners and fancy money, but they haven't got the squad at the moment. There's a lot of talk about that in January. Spurs won their last game against Aston Villa after losing their previous three. I think I'm going to go for a Spurs victory in this one. I'm going to go for a 3-1 victory. Newcastle versus Spurs, the newly owned Newcastle United against Tottenham Hotspur. And they took the lead early in the second minute. In that game from Callum Wilson, a fantastic header from him. But Spurs turned it around. Goals from Harry Kane, finally off the mark. Harold Kane is finally off the mark in the Premier League. A lot of time, perhaps August and September are not his favourite months with anymore. And he can't score in them. The old Harry Kane's back. So start scoring in October, not September. But... He did play well in that game, I must be fair to Harry Kane. Got an assist for Son, making it 3-1. Derek Dyer with a bizarre own goal to make it 3-2. 
which could have been bad in the end because remember Spurs were 3-0 up last year against West Ham and look how that ended but they held on for the three points Newcastle have now sacked their manager Steve Bruce what manager will they get next leave it in the comments but I'm still worried I said last week still worried about that Newcastle side yeah it's, it's just not good enough and as I said you're never too good to go down well, Arsenal have been in quite good form lately and I think they're going to continue against Crystal Palace who got a well-earned draw against Leicester at Selhurst Park drawing 2-2 coming back from 2-0 down so Crystal Palace do usually do quite well at the Emirates but I think Arsenal are going to win this one I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory I think it's going to be quite an entertaining game and the last week of game week 8, I said Arsenal were going to win against Crystal Palace at the Emirates on Monday Night Football. It was actually a very entertaining 2-2 draw. Arsenal took the lead early in that game thanks to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Then at the start of the second half, Christian Benteke equalised for Crystal Palace. And then Ozemembouard, who only scores against North London sides, powers in a second for Crystal Palace, putting them in the lead right until the end, until the substitute, Alexandra Lacazette, equalises for Arsenal. I think Crystal Palace would be absolutely devastated with that. They were they were really good in that game. Arsenal had most of the possession. You probably would say it is an equal fair result. I don't understand the frustration with Arsenal fans, to be honest, but you know, I don't anyone in the world doesn't really understand Arsenal fans <laughs> this is great banter but in the end it is a fair reflection of that game and Crystal Palace will be kicking themselves Arsenal probably the happier of the two continuing their good run of four so that was game week eight Let's kick off game week 9, how we ended it with game week 8 at the Emirates. Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Arsenal in good run of form at the moment, coming off a 2-2 draw. Aston Villa coming off two losses in a row. I think this is going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a really close game. Two evenly matched teams and I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. And Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who was my player to watch for Arsenal this season. If you haven't watched that video of my predictions, make sure to watch it. Look on my channel, Jacob Cullip, if you haven't. Little little plug there. But yeah, I think this will be a draw, and I think Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang will be the star of this game, but I don't think it will be enough for Arsenal, and it will be 1-1. Half 12 kickoff on Saturday, Chelsea versus Norwich. I can only see this going one way. And even with, without Lukaku and possibly Werner, I'm going to go for a 3-0 Chelsea victory in this one and stay top of the league this weekend. Crystal Palace versus Newcastle, the first of the 3 o'clock kickoffs. Again, I think this is going to be a really close game, but I do think Crystal Palace will run out 1-0 winners in this victory. I think it's going to be a very... I wouldn't say entertaining game. And um, Newcastle have their interim manager, Graham Jones, after sacking Steve Bruce was it yesterday. I think it was yesterday of, of recording of this video. But I don't think it'll be enough for them still. And I think Crystal Palace are going to win this one. And I th personally think Ozem Edward is going to score in this one. 
Everton versus Watford, Claudio Ranieri's first away game as Watford manager, and I still don't think it's going to go well for him. And I'm going to go for a 3 0 Everton victory. Leeds versus Wolves, this is going to be definitely be a very entertaining game if you're going to this game for the 3 o'clock. But I think this will be a very entertaining game, and I'm actually going to go for a 3-2 Leeds victory at Ellen Road. And on the contrast, we have Southampton versus Burnley. I don't think this is going to be a very entertaining game, but I think Southampton will get back-to-back -back wins, and they're going to go for a 1-0 victory in that game against Sean Dyche's side, Tarkovsky and me. The last game is Saturday and half five. It is Manchester City going to Brighton for the half five kickoff. But, I mean, last season, Brighton actually won this game coming back from 2-0 down against Manchester City. But I don't think that will happen this time. And I'm going to go for a 2-0 and a relatively comfortable Manchester City win. Now kicking off with Super Sunday, we have a, another entertaining game, lots of entertaining games this week. We have Brentford versus Leicester. Brentford coming off a unlucky loss against Chelsea. They've been absolutely fantastic lately. Leicester coming off a big win against Manchester United. Will that catapult their season and a big win in midweek in the Europa League? I think oh, it's actually going to be a really close game, but I think... I think Brentford will win this one. I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory against Leicester. And I think Leicester are going to continue to struggle in this game. London Derby up next. We have West Ham versus Spurs. Both of these clubs don't like each other. Entertaining games the past two games, especially last season, the 3-3 game and the 2-1 victory. Jesse Lingard starring in that one the last time they met. Well, it's going to be actually really close again. I'm going to go for a. I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. I think it's going to be incredibly close. I think Harry Kane will score in this one. Does like to score against West Ham United. And yeah, I'm going to go for a draw in this one at the London Stadium. Possibly the biggest game in world football. Actually, it will be the biggest game in world football. The last game on Super Sunday and in game week nine is my team, Manchester United versus Liverpool. One of the biggest games in English football and in the world football. It's going to be a fantastic game. Manchester United coming off a big win in midweek against Atalanta in the Champions League. What will do that second half do for their confidence? Will they actually play a decent brand of football? Will that 11 that ended the game actually be on the pitch? Probably not. Liverpool been absolutely fantastic, been unbeaten so far this season in the Premier League. They're not top, mostly because of their draws against Brentford and Manchester City. But I don't want to predict a loss for United, so I never like to do that. So I'm going to go for a... They're never usually entertaining at Old Trafford. It's always Anfield where we get smacked. But... I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw, 
Marcus Rashford, he does like to play in this game. He does well against Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think Marcus Rashford will score in this game. He does like to score against Big Six. And I think Mo Salah will score in this game as well, continuing his brilliant run of form and has actually scored. And the first player in Liverpool history to score in nine consecutive matches for the club. So I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw in that game. If you remember last week, guys, I asked you a question. This is just a Premier League history quiz. If you guys wanted to get involved, make sure to put it down in the comments if you got it right. And I said, who was the fastest player to score a hat-trick in Premier League history? And the answer was Sadio Mane. After scoring his 100th Premier League goal at the weekend, it was kind, it was kind, it was kind of foretelling, but... Sadio Mane was the right answer. And now I'm going to do another question for this week. Make sure to put it in the comments below and on Spotify. If you're listening, make sure to answer on the poll on there. I'm going to go for who won the Golden Boot in the 2017-18 season. I'll say that again. Who won the Golden Boot in the 2017-18 season? Make sure to comment down below. And make sure to put it in the poll on Spotify or message me at Talking Football Podcast on Instagram or Jacob underscore underscore underscore. Good luck and I'll talk about that next week. So that was the review of the Premier League and the predictions for game week nine. What do you guys think of those predictions? Do you think they're good? Do you think they're bad? Put them down in the comments and put your predictions down in the comments on this YouTube video or tell me as I've said on my socials. Remember guys, you need to be yourself, you can't be no one else. I'm Big Jacob Cullip and yeah guys Ollie's at the wheel. Oh!